Welcome to Don't Quote Me On That. One day we will have an intro, but today is not that day. Hi, I'm Eleanor. And I'm Kalina. And welcome back to Don't Quote Me On That, where today we are actually talking about a movie, which is new for us. I think at the end of the year, if we make it that far, because as you all know, we didn't make it that far last time. Um, we should like like do like a a proportion or like percentage of how many times we actually talked about movies versus not to see how like close see, to I our slogan. We should do that, but like also that might be a bad idea because we don't ever like this is gonna be our movie show for the year. Well, we can always go back to what my idea is and return to our Twilight roots. Or, I was also thinking we could, like, find a new shtick. Um, I don't know what it's going to be yet. My money's on Percy Jackson right now, but I don't know how well you know the book, so we could wait for the show to come out, because I know they're doing a Percy Jackson show. Which I'm very excited about. Yeah, I don't... I know I read the books, but I don't remember them very well. So... Anyway, um, sorry. So, uh, how this happened is when I was at Christmas dinner, one of my cousins was talking about this movie and she said it was good. And then we got home from, actually it was Christmas breakfast. We got home from Christmas breakfast and uh, we didn't have. <laughs> okay, all right, okay, sorry, I could hear you. I'm on FaceTime with Eleanor right now for everyone who doesn't know and I'm trying to make dinner because I just got home from practice so I ran across the room where my phone's on one side of the room so I ran across the kitchen to open up a pack of tomatoes but the problem is Eleanor could hear me but you all can't hear me so if I didn't tell you that you wouldn't have known I'm hungry I'm okay? very concerned got time, time differences no, and time anyway. uh, Christmas breakfast we were told this movie was good we went home we didn't have anything else to do for the rest of the day and I was like oh, why don't we watch this? And then 20 minutes in, I realized it was the worst idea I had ever had. Um, and so I decided um, that this is one of the ways I can make Kalina watch it and uh, make her despair like I did. Um, the movie is called Don't Look Up. It came out the 10th on Netflix, I think, yeah. It's a necklace. It's a Netflix movie. Can you say the tenth of what month? Because like God knows when this is going to get released. Oh, we've met us. Very sorry. Well, because I was talking about Christmas, so I anyway. The tenth of December, twenty twenty one. Um. The the, so it's a movie. Made with Netflix. And it has a lot of. Uh, famous people in it. It's got, you know, Jonah Hill. It's got Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, Ariana Grande. Meryl I love Street. that you always start with Jonah Hill. And like, I like Jonah Hill too, but he's definitely not the most famous person in the list. And you, every single time Eleanor's like, Jonah Hill's in this movie. And I was like, that didn't save it. Jonah but like, it's the only person in the movie that I really like. I, I don't love Leonardo DiCaprio. I do not like Jennifer Lawrence at all. I don't really know any of the other people. Um, I like Jonah Hill. And Jonah Hill was part of the whole thing that like made this movie watchable. Because he kept showing up and saying things. Um, 
So this movie was also filmed. It was supposed to film in April 2020. And then, ha um, And then it ended up actually starting in November 2020. Um, I didn't almost stab which myself, means, like, I'm so proud of you, which I know you'd never do that. Oh my god, I'm sorry. I so, I lied to everyone. It came out on Netflix on the 24th of December. It came out in theaters the 10th of December to, to a limited release. Um, also, it was called one of the top 10 films of 2021 by the National Board of Review and the AFI. And like, um, no. I think we need to it take only jobs. Yeah, it only had, first of all, it only had seven days in 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, it was number so one in Slovakia. You only had to watch it. the movie. Yeah, it was it was pretty big, I think, because I know in um, American Netflix too, it was I believe it was number one. Listen, no offense. Um, I I didn't know anything about the plot of the movie. I had heard it had come out, and I had zero interest in it. And then mm-hmm. like I vaguely knew, I knew there was a movie that had come out with Leonardo DiCaprio, and I knew there was a movie that came out with Jennifer Lawrence, and I didn't fully realized they were the same one um but like i had no interest in it but what was i saying no offense to to the general population but also like they just see names and i don't think they use critical thinking skills yeah and like i know i said no offense but like like, a little bit of offense like think you know like the whole movie have you ever been trapped in a conversation with somebody who um like watches rick and morty but that's their whole personality like that's how they got their critical thinking skills like that kind of person um i haven't just because i think my vibe would immediately um disintegrate them but i do (laughs) i do get the Mm -hmm. i do get the feeling because most conversations i have i'm like where i'm like Uh especially not to get political but like especially around covid whatever your opinion is at the end of the day it's your opinion but like sometimes i have conversations with people and i'm like i don't know how we grew up on the same planet because we perceive things so differently Mm-hmm. And you're like, I don't know. How, you're, yeah. like, you're like, this is not what I was trying to do at the start of this conversation. Yeah, this movie was two hours of, of that. Also, how is this movie two hours? Oh, dude, we, I got a half hour in. I, might, I made my housemate watch it with me. And I got a half hour in and I was like, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I can't do another hour and a half of this. Yeah, I think she hates you a little bit now. No. I told her you recommended it. Oh, that's fair. So basically, essentially, in this movie, what happens is Jennifer Lawrence, whose character name I don't know, found a comet that was heading towards Earth. And um, she told Leonardo DiCaprio, who um, I don't remember what his name was. He was a doctor. Mindy, I think. Yeah, he was Dr. Mindy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um he she was like oh my gosh there's a comet it's gonna hit the earth and then the earth is gonna go and then the two little scientists were like okay let's go tell the white house and then the president was like who cares the president who was played by Meryl Streep Uh, yeah which was also apparently I'm gonna um, gonna give you all my hot take oh please um, that I'm probably gonna get canceled for. I don't care for Meryl Streep. Like I don't. Like I know she's a great actress and she's like done some really important things and like she's cool. But like I don't. I don't care about her like that. 
So her playing the president made me hate her. <laughs> now I actively just did, don't like her. Before I was like, eh, whatever. Like, she's good, but like, it's not the end all be all for me. But like, now? I haven't seen her in a in a whole bunch like i've seen i think i've seen mama mia once but like and let's be yeah, real. the gem of mama mia adult. is that they're singing abba songs okay like they could have put anyone yeah. in the movie they would have been a bop you know mm-hmm. um oh this is the first movie i've ever seen um uh timothy chalamet in oh yes same i thought he was very charming uh, part of it is because he was only in it for 30 seconds and talked about potatoes, which is, like, straight shot way to get me. I don't know if, if this was, um, sorry, I just spilled, um, black olive juice on my hand. I'm having a really good time, guys. Um, I don't know if this was, like, my favorite part or my least favorite part, but I, I figured out, like, towards the end of the movie that his character's name was Yule. Like, well, I don't know what Yule is, but I know on Christmas time they say Yuletide or something like that. What was who named him? Yeah. Also, I just found out yesterday that he turned twenty six. I don't like that. That he's. Oh yeah, nope. His name was was just fully Yule. Yule. To be fair, I'm pretty sure his character came from a very like religious background, and um he was no longer religious which also got to me yeah, i think i like that timothy like chalamet was just playing my per my, my my perfect man anyway i so i think that's probably why but like also that's a weird name i would rather he be like have one of the, like the really weird bible names you mm-hmm. know i can't think of any but you know <laughs> we're all very religious over <laughs> here don't quote me on that <laughs> Merry Christmas. We we definitely took theology for a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the movie also had, I think, too much Ariana Grande. Oh, wait, wait. Back to Timothy Chalamet. Um, oh, yes. Whose name I wrote differently in my notes every time because I couldn't remember how to spell it. Um, <laughs> I was I was convinced that if he wasn't famous, that was that's just what he would look like, like how he looked in this movie. That's just what he would look like. Normally. Oh, one hundred percent, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, no one would give him the time of day except for like a really niche group of girls. Hmm. Yeah. No. Totally. Fully agree. This is the first time I've seen him, and I'm like, oh, he's kind of cute because he's not all. I don't know dressed up i guess yeah they're like not to not to sound like pete davidson stands but like there is there is some charm especially i think in celebrity culture like you know how people are like oh if someone wears suits all the time they like really cute when they're dressed down and vice versa like if they were if they're dressed down Mm -hmm. all the time they'll go out better in suits i think in celebrity culture you're like obviously there's paparazzi photos but for the most part they're so aware their lives are being filmed and they're on road carpets and stuff like there's always an element of being dressed up and and posed mm-hmm. so i think there is a bit of charm in being like no i'm not doing that even if it's her character <laughs> yeah i agree oh no it worked <laughs> are you okay i'm handling a knife and we all know oh god <laughs> i shouldn't be allowed to do that one of my friends just had to get stitches because 
he was trying to cut something for breakfast and sliced his hand open. My running joke. Like, I don't need you to do that, too. The running joke of my housemate is every time one of us leaves, we go, don't burn the place down. And now she's gone for three weeks, so. She's not going to come back (laughs) to us. She's going to have to find someplace else to live. (laughs) Um, anyway, back to Ariana Grande. I didn't like how much of her was there, and I didn't like the little song she did, and I don't really understand why she was there. And also... You and I had very different experiences. That was- <laughs> My favorite part of the movie was, well, not her by herself, but her, and then um, her fiancé was played by Kid Cudi, yeah, and I thought that was genius. And I thought this song was actually pretty good. I was like, and like, this was after I had given up in the film. So I was like, that was like a little bit of a saving grace. It wasn't great, but like, I was like, eh, this is a little fun. I don't like Ariana Grande that much. So when her song came on, I had also already given up. And I was like, oh, this just made it worse. No, I think I wrote that down when Kid Cudi showed up. I was like, the best part of the movie. (laughs) This interaction right here. Did you finish explaining the plot? Oh, absolutely. Of course I didn't. Um, So, okay. So they tell the president. They they tell the president that there's a comet coming towards Earth. And the president is like, I don't really care. And then the little scientists end up going on a morning talk show and telling the morning talk show. But the talk show hosts are like, oh, who cares? And then little Miss Jennifer Lawrence has a little breakdown talking about how, oh my goodness, things are going to blow up and everyone's going to die. And then her boyfriend or fiance, I don't really know, is like, oh. Oh. <laughs> I have a note about that too. Um, oh, I'm going to find, you keep talking, I'm going to find it. <laughs> anyway, he puts out an article that's like, you know that crazy girl who talked about the comments? Yeah, I had sex with her. Which, like... Yeah, that was the funniest part of the movie. That's absolutely what I wrote I that was the part of the movie. Um, I thought he had a couple good lines earlier. He, um... She... I think he, they were, like, on the phone right before they were supposed to talk to the president because the president was giving them a hard time and, like, wouldn't see them. Mm-hmm. And he was... She, Jennifer Lawrence was on the phone with her boyfriend. He was, like... And I guess she had some tiff with his mom and, like, didn't want to meet her. And he was, like, so when can you see my mom? And she was, like... And they found out the present that the world was going to end in six months. Mm-hmm. So he was like, can, so she goes, can I have lunch with your mom in like seven months? And he was like, that's a weirdly specific and distant amount of time. And I thought that was funny. I agree. That part was hilarious. Um, so yeah, she has her little meltdown, but everybody likes Leonardo DiCaprio because he's cute or whatever. Um, and then... Nobody really cares about the comet until the president has some, I don't know. The president was off having sex with someone, I think, or some sort of scandal. And um, then oh, she I talks she about the comet. Someone, yeah, she had appointed someone who was like a pedophile, I'm pretty sure. Or yeah, like, yeah, it was something good not way. good. Like sheriff or something like, some, some law Supreme thing. Court, I think. Yeah. Um, but anyway, instead of talking about that, she talks about, oh my goodness, we're going to kill the comet. Um, but then halfway through, the comet 
like they make they put a bunch of rockets together to go kill the comet i guess um but then halfway through some billionaire is like no we can't do that um because the comet is worth a lot of money or something i was very confused by that part like i still don't really know what was happening there i think the guy he was kind of like knock off steve jobs Mm -hmm. essentially but worse but basically what he was saying was there was like whatever he had like really fancy phones and whatever material they use in the phone it was like in the comet so they were gonna go instead of destroying the comet or rerouting it they were gonna break it up into smaller pieces was their attempt and then um they would mine it essentially okay all right that okay so that changes things because people are like oh my goodness the comet will like create jobs or whatever um which doesn't that sound a little familiar my thing is actually now that you said because you said it was supposed to start filming in april of 2020 mm-hmm. so like and actually considering how terrible the movie was it is possible they wrote it in a month i'd be surprised if they gave it that much time but like did the did they like hear about the pandemic and was like oh we got to write about well, this or think, did it was just like locked out now? I'm pretty sure it's it was originally supposed to be a commentary on climate change and how Americans are reacting to climate change. But then the pandemic happened the well. and they didn't change enough to like cuz I don't know it, it yeah cuz I was going to say that it was about a climate thing, but I thought before I knew when it was written, when it was supposed to start filming all that stuff, I thought it was weird for them to pick a climate crisis instead of like mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been happy if they had done a pandemic, but like I thought it was weird for them to pick a climate crisis because we're also obviously having a climate crisis. You know, it, like it would have made more sense if they pick something kind of not as serious. Yeah, I and like I the movie wasn't like funny. Yeah, I was I wasn't sure if it was supposed to be serious or not like from the previews I had mm-hmm. seen. Because again, like I the one the first one I think I saw or like when I was watching the trailer before I put it on, it was like Meryl Streep. So I was like expecting it to be serious cuz like I know she like obviously is capable of doing more than just serious movies, but like given her reputation, yeah. I would have thought there would have been like a little bit like this was like really I think I wrote down somewhere that it it kind of felt like a Comedy Central skit though, but for like mm-hmm. two hours. It yeah, it was very just like okay, handed. but like Comedy Central, like yeah, like it's like we we talk about this like with SNL, like some comedy and like the kind of comedy that it's not necessarily the kind of comedy they were going for, but the kind of comedy they pulled off is not good in a long form, mm-hmm. long form content. Yeah, and like I didn't know it was a a climate change thing until. I was reading up on it for this episode and so I thought it was a COVID thing but like it's not even Mm -hmm. like I feel like it doesn't really work as either or for an allegory to like anything because watching one movie with like I just feel like the movie feels like it has the power to change everybody's minds and like that's what they that's like the Mm -hmm. conviction they wrote it with and it's like no it's not it's really not it's been like two years of COVID and many, many, many more years of climate change. If somebody could create a movie that fixed all of it, they would have done it by now. And this isn't doing that. I think Ellen and I have touched on this before as well. 
and I, this is my this was like my main problem going into the movie. I find it very hard. It, the idea of like separating the art and the artist. I find it hard to take a movie seriously or at, at face value. The more famous people are in there, mm-hmm. and this movie was like let's chalk as many famous people as possible, and like you know like. I don't know, like, Marvel movies, you have, like, cameos and stuff, but, like, this movie was, like, every... For the most part, every famous person had, like, a very critical role in the film. Yeah. And I kind of... It's a lot harder to be, like, oh, this is a commentary or a work of art because, like, with Leonardo DiCaprio and Meryl Streep especially, they are very established as actors who are good at their craft, but not not people... They're not... I believe they're people who participate in social commentary movies all the time. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? So it's kind of hard to... Yeah, that like movies with big kind of casts like this, it's usually more of like do you remember I think it was some Valentine's Day rom com, like literally called Valentine's Day and it had like mm-hmm. Ashton Kutcher, Taylor, it had like one of everybody. But like yeah, it was very light hearted yeah. are Or they'll go the complete other way and do like a documentary, but this like um, one of my favorite movies, Ocean's Eleven, mm-hmm. which has a big cast, but it's like um, I don't want to say found family. Basically, every like they're they're thieves, and everyone brings something different to the table, and they all team up together to play to rob a casino. Mm-hmm. But they all occupy pockets that I think would be kind of similar to almost their real. It's got Brad Pitt, it's got Matt Damon, George Clooney, Don Cheadle, if I'm saying his name correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, Casey Affleck, Julia Roberts, like a bunch of, like, you know, that's yeah, like half the cast right there. And it's all names you even Eleanor would recognize. We all know Eleanor's <laughs> celebrity radar is not great. But, like, they all, like, you know, they played character, like, char- like very, I want to say one-dimensional, for lack of a better word, character. Mm-hmm. Like, they all had a, a role they played. Whereas here, they were, like, trying to play these full fleshed-out things, and I'm like, no, this yeah. is Leonardo DiCaprio with the beard. Or, like, they were like, Oh, Dr. Mindy, the, they love you. They're so cute. I'm like, that's Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. That's what, that's what that is. Yeah, I saw one of the like little fun facts on IMDb is that the creators tried to make Leonardo DiCaprio look as, quote, sexless as possible. And if you wanted that, pick somebody uglier than Leonardo DiCaprio. It's that easy. You can't really, like... I don't think he's... Like, I don't think he's as cute as people make him out no. to be. But, like, you could have you could have picked, like anyone else anyone else yeah like you can't pick somebody who has a reputation as a heartthrob like for like ever since he was in romeo and juliet and be like no we're gonna put him in glasses and he's not gonna be sexy anymore he's gonna be sciencey that's not how that works have you been on the internet yeah honestly don't people like love dr fauci like why did you think making him a doctor was gonna like make make it better i'm pretty sure for a while there were people who wanted to hook up with Dr. Fauci. So, like, you really could have chosen anyone. Yeah, I only know that from SNL, but I didn't like that fun fact. <laughs> oh, no, not at all. That's where I know it from, too, so we might be <laughs> lying to you. <laughs> <laughs> also, like... Um, I decided it wasn't a comedy. Mm-mm. Oh, no, you go. Oh. We love connect internet connections here at Don't Call Me On That. <laughs> Oh, I was going to talk about how it was too close to, like, what's going on right now. And, like, the movie wasn't set enough in the future to, like, be satire enough for what they were going for, if that makes any sense. We've 
Yeah, we've also talked about this before. We probably have heard it, but we, we you know, if, if you haven't, we did an episode on Bo Burnham. So if you have heard it, great. If you haven't heard it, it's coming. But we talked about how, like, yeah, no one wants to sit down and watch a movie about what is actively going mm-hmm. on. I don't think they tried hard enough. Especially considering it wasn't even supposed to be about COVID. It was initially about climate yeah, change. Yeah, I feel like... They didn't mm-hmm. do anything to to separate themselves. And I, I like felt like they were over-explaining things. And um, I, I, can't, I can't think of a concrete example. But they were over-explaining. And, uh, you know, Eleanor and I's um, rule is if you have to explain your joke, it's not funny. Yeah. Like, I think... I, oh, I think like in the first 10 minutes, about three or four different times, they were like... There is a comet coming to Earth, and we have six months to live, and we have to tell everyone. And they did that just, like, almost word for word. Yeah. Three or four different times in the, like, first chunk of the film. It felt a lot like in, um, like, the newer Criminal Minds, uh, if somebody would, they they would always, like, craft a scene um, to where somebody clueless could go up to one of the team members and be like, what's all this about? And then they just get a full little science lesson, like on a whiteboard. And then they were like, mm-hmm. here we go. And it's like, you, if you write better, you wouldn't like, I feel like they either had to, once they realized that COVID was happening, which obviously they did at some point in the film or in the making of it, lean way more mm-hmm. into it or lean way far mm-hmm. away from it. Like, they, they kept a weird middle ground that would have been fine if it there wasn't, like, an active pandemic. I, it just, it didn't... Like, one scene, I think it was when they first discovered the comet, and they were like, oh my god, a comet's coming to Earth, right? And it was a big group, and then it was just Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence, and she was like, is this really happening? And he was like, and then someone was like, what's happening? And they just re-explained mm-hmm. it again. And, like, I you would think, I'm not gonna knock a writer because like everyone's got to have like you got to be bad before you're good you know but you would think of one i'll take netflix out of the equation because i change my mind but you would think for a cast of like the cast that they have and the cast that they were given they would have tried to given them more like they've given them better dialogue and like i thought the pacing and the in the filming of itself was okay but i felt like the dialogue and the writing didn't really add up to that Mm -hmm. And you would think, one, you have these experienced actors, they would bring something to the table to counteract that. And two, you have these experienced actors, you want to utilize them and not subject them to the foolishness that you subjected all of us to. And you didn't. You just didn't. I'm sorry. I am reading the. Because you said the writer, and I was like, maybe he's new. He's not. He was a head writer on SNL for, what, six years? Um, He helped write the Ant Man script i like it i like I think those are well written movies they're funny he wrote um the big short which i didn't watch but i've heard people talk about oh, i've heard that was good um so like it's not like this guy's never done anything <laughs> feeling he was famous because his name was slapped on it mm-hmm. like 50 different times like i was supposed to know who he was they were like written a movie written by and i was like i, I don't know who that is. couldn't tell you him from joe he also he's worked a lot with, oh yeah like, uh, x snl people mm-hmm. which i mean makes a little bit more sense and it's the comedy thing it just makes it so much worse like even if, if it was a serious movie and he dropped about that meter but like he's 
writing for things known for comedy and like I think my favorite I think that personally to me the most important thing in comedy is timing mm-hmm. but also like subtlety again if you have to ex- if you have to explain your joke it's not funny um and I think he dropped the ball on both the both subtlety and timing like one time so they were like the comet's gonna come destroy the earth now they're with the, waiting for the president they're like are we really gonna be able to tell the president of the United States there's a comet coming to kill the earth in six months you just went over that five yeah. minutes ago and it's not like and it's like yeah it could have been funny if when it was like just them it was a super sciencey explanation and then they like mm-hmm. each time they had to like slowly get like whittle it down to just yeah. earth dying you know if they had kind of yeah. done no, they that just, like reiterated it the same way every time and like it was the the I think the joke at the time of the president sentence is that the president wasn't like the, the president knew why they were there and was just blowing mm-hmm. him off but like it wasn't wasn't funny anymore like i think they should have leaned more into the president like maybe the president doing things while blowing them off versus we are sitting here with this very serious topic that we've explained to you 10 times already word for word and oh my god the president doesn't care and like i get that she was supposed to kind of be like trump-esque in like the sense that you know she didn't really know what she was doing and but like you can't be you can't be uh, like the kind of absurdist kind of president that I I think they wanted, but then also make all these calculating that like you're either an idiot or you're not. You can't really be both, and like to mm-hmm. the degree that they it seemed like they wanted Meryl Streep to be because they had her son who was just absurd, Jonah Hill, mm-hmm. and then she had heard that Jonah was like <laughs> half absurd half calculating but like she didn't really do either one well I also and I don't want anyone to take this out of context but like I hate when a movie has a female president I think it's very hard to do well I don't think they did it well but I think nine times out of ten it's like ooh, look how progressive we are we have a female (laughs) president and they don't write the president beyond the fact that she's female president cause like no offense but I would have trusted it a little bit more if it was a clueless man. Because that's more true to life. Not just because we've only had men presidents, but like... It, it begs the question, right? Are, is, uh, is it a female president because... It, she's either a female president because we're living in a universe where like that's not a groundbreaking thing. But I think... Or we're in reality, right? <laughs> But we're far enough in the future because I think we can all come to terms with that. If a female ran, if a woman ran for president in, in America, which happened, she would have to do a lot more and be mm-hmm. a lot more to be on the same level. So if you have a female president in a movie, it's either because we're living in a slightly altered reality where that's normal and like she can be on the same baseline as men, which I don't think they were doing because it's so close to reality. Or if you have a female president, it's because we're far enough in the future that we have overcome these these hurdles so to speak and they uh, it definitely wasn't the latter yeah it was just it was weird and it was bad (laughs) (laughs) i did i i so about half an hour in i said i can't do another hour and a half of this so i did try to stick to writing down the funny Mm -hmm. moments which like they had some good one-liners yeah um like one thing one thing i liked was jennifer lawrence's character she was counting down to the end of the world and she used a diet app she did she was like impact is when my diet ends (laughs) so i thought that was nice i thought that was really funny um and like some of the like the scenes where they weren't completely focused on the rocket 
or the whatever the mm-hmm. comet had some really good had some you got they had some good bones i think that's part of the reason timothy chalamet was such a good mm-hmm. part of the movie because a lot of his stuff didn't circle or like he was kind of like towards the yeah. end so after the rocket wasn't as big of an explanation one thing i will say i think they did well is a little earlier in the movie uh, like after they talk about the comment and tell everyone the comment's coming is i thought the headlines on the newspapers were really realistic because there was one paper that was like comment coming in six months will there be a super bowl which like is exactly <laughs> which the is, kind of stupid, yeah. like really minute things people would worry about so i thought that i will say that was well done yes the the small things were funny it's just i feel like the world had changed so much since the beginning of the strip writing process and when they actually made the movie that they they, uh, Mm -hmm. got and like they were trying to do an absurd president thing and then they were trying to do an Mm -hmm. absurd like elon musk thing and like yes they can both exist but like i don't know but then also we got climate change Mm -hmm. and like it's kind of like because the pandemic you can't separate it from that it's just too many things it was too close to reality to be shedding a light on reality because it was like i'm just looking at myself Wow. Yeah. Oh my God. It's me. Maybe. <laughs> what's that John Mulaney bit? It's like maybe the little Victorian ghost girl was me all <laughs> along, but it's just it's the movie. Maybe I was the pandemic all along. <laughs> we are the real virus. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite fun fact is that Jonah Hill um, played his character under the guise of what if the fire festival was a person? And I think he did that. Apparently, he also wanted his character to carry a Birkin bag everywhere. And they were like, no, that would be absurd. But, like... (laughs) I was just looking, uh, because my favorite Jonah Hill line was they were waiting in a room. And they were like, Dr. Mindy, you have to come meet with the president now. And they left the other two people in the room, Jennifer Lawrence and the other guy. And Jonah Hill goes to Jennifer Lawrence because the two of them were fighting the whole movie. He goes, do you want to come? And she said, yeah. And then he just closed the door. <laughs> I thought that was great. Um, also, I said, but speaking of Jennifer Lawrence, I did say that she, part of my problem with her is I kind of feel like she just plays the same character, different font, mm-hmm. and like the same character is dry. Now, unfortunately, there was um, a line in the movie where I had to do some self-reflection. Actually, you know what, guys? I don't have a therapist. I don't know if you all know this. I think it's obvious. I don't have a therapist, and you all are my therapist. So, um, uh, the, basically, I said, uh, Jennifer, when I say she plays the same character, she just plays me, but worse, because when she and Timothy Chalamet's character were <laughs> like, they're hanging out on the roof, right? And Timothy Chalamet's character goes, Do you want to make out? And she goes, <laughs> Sure, why not? And, and, I, and he says, Can you not say like why not? It makes me feel like you don't want to do it. <laughs> And she goes, yeah, whatever. And he said that was better. And I didn't see the problem with sure, why not, until he said anything. <laughs> I did. I did. I laughed a lot at that now that you say it. And I... <laughs> so I can't knock her too badly. I thought that was funny. but It's like the end of the world's coming. It's like, let's make out. Okay, I guess why not? Like, what, what else are we going to do? You know? <laughs> that was just there was my therapy for the week <laughs> if anyone has any insight I would appreciate it <laughs> no I don't think you would <laughs> <laughs> yeah don't tell me tell Eleanor and then she'll I'll slowly we'll feed it, it to later. Kalina over a portion of years which is unfortunately well, how see, Kalina has this... learned things about herself 
<laughs> I saw this. You see this thing online that was like, you don't, don't you have therapists. Don't get a therapist. Just get friends who have therapists, and then you see yeah, what exactly. their therapist says. So that's what I'm doing. How's that working out for you? Very well. I'm having a great time. I never know anything ever about myself. Uh, yes, I am realizing that. Um. Also. Anyway. Chris Evans was in this movie for a couple seconds. Thank you. <laughs> listen, Chris Evans. Where's the, Chris Evans? I cannot support this. Okay, I love Chris Evans. Sorry, I'm trying to make sure I didn't set my kitchen on fire. I love Chris Evans. Think he's just dandy. I cannot support this. My respect for him has jumped ship. It's gonna take a lot to come back from this. Chris Evans, well, I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you, and you just ruined it in about, I think, less than 30 seconds. <laughs> that was after my why not note, so. <laughs> not that you have any big um, feelings or anything. I forgot. Because I was just like, this movie is horrible, and that's all I'm going to say. But, like, it, I, I have reasons for why it was horrible, and that was up there. I it just it, for me it, I couldn't figure out it was him but then I I saw it immediately and knew I don't know why it reminded me of a Scott Pilgrim character but like mm. if he was horrible <laughs> <laughs> in the little credits scene there's a bunch of little things that uh, like like apparently in the very end there was a bronze bull which is like a a bible flashback to where like a golden calf represents the false gods and it's like how are you going to put that much detail into the end and then not also apparently um during the little ending montage before the comet comes to earth there's um a snapshot of two people naked in a bed together and that's just pulled from somebody's porn hub like literally <laughs> Like named her and everything <laughs> on the little IMDb page, <laughs> and like, how did that go? Like, first of all, who's intern? Like, what intern's job was that to just find the perfect amateur <laughs> couple? That was a good day for somebody. <laughs> and like, do you have to I, email them? They put so much. They put so much detail, and then like, didn't connect any of it. <laughs> they were like. It was like everyone had like a little piece, like one minute they worked on and put like put their whole heart and soul into it, but never talked to anyone no. else about the rest of the film. I like one thing I like, like take the realistic headlines, right? And then there was this whole thing where remember that we were saying the comet was supposed to create jobs. So the president was trying to convince everyone not to basically destroy the comet to let them go up and split it into pieces, even though it was dangerous and probably going to kill them. And one of the things that the, the rhetoric was, they want you to look up because they want you to be afraid, which is like the whole premise, you know, the don't look up. But I thought that was too realistic and I was, it's hard to, for me to, like, I thought it was very realistic, which was good. They did the research, that is how people would react, but it was too realistic mm -hmm. because I can't laugh at that no. because I've seen COVID posts that sound exactly, exactly like that. Or like they want you to wear your their mask or have your they want you to have your like here in I don't know I don't think they do it in America but they, in Europe they have like a green mm -hmm. pass that you have your COVID stuff on they're like they want you to have that so they can track you no I just want to make sure you're not carrying a deadly yeah. disease that might also, murder like, everybody also if you have a cell phone sorry buddy you're being tracked 
like they yeah i don't know why you think they're gonna be sinister about it they just put a touch screen on something and you're like yeah that's fine Mm -hmm. like face id Mm -hmm. your face is out there um also apparently matthew perry who played chandler and friends was supposed to be in this movie and he there's um, paparazzi photos of him jonah hill and a kid rock impersonator I think we should be able to see that. I think that should be released. I not even you know, in I don't condition. Think I would ever watch Friends again. Not even like in connection with the movie. Just put it on YouTube. <laughs> okay. Um, I back, real quick back to Timothy Chalamet because I think we bumped to the end of the movie because the movie was yeah the movie yeah there wasn't a lot um, of like the, the movie was really long but really not a lot happened. Oh, there was like this whole thing and like so the whole thing was Leonardo DiCaprio was cheating on his wife. With the talks, yeah. which just didn't make and any kind of no sense. sense at all. Like, like they didn't I don't know like why each other. They weren't there. having fun. They gave they gave it so much. Again, back to the detail. They gave so it so much, much attention and detail, and it realistically had no bearing on mm-hmm. the plot or like anything. And then his wife comes and is like, "Stop sleeping with my husband." And then she's like, "Oh, okay." And then they, he and his wife, just like are fine. Well, no, she came, right? And then she threw all the medicine at him. She was like, have fun taking mm-hmm. care of him. And she was like, I bet you feel bad about sleeping with another man's, another woman's husband. And the lady was like, no, I don't. And then they broke up because, I don't, I don't remember, he was in the back of the the car, the FBI car for some reason. But the him and the talk show host lady broke up. And then they were like, the world's ending. Let's go to, and then he brought Jennifer Lawrence and um, our boy Yule, mm-hmm. Timoth- Timothy Chalamet, to his wife's house. And his wife just let him back yeah. in, and then they had dinner. Yeah, and then they had dinner while the world ended. And, like, um, I would still, look. Timothy Chalamet had a good prayer. He did. He dinner. did have I a good that was, prayer. I thought that was pretty cool. I like. I thought that was one detail that was done well. It was like, oh, I used to be religious, and now, like, mm-hmm. I, he's like, I had to find my own path to God. I thought they followed that. I thought, well. yeah, I thought that, you know, one person was working on you all the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Everyone else? No idea. Um, also, apparently, Jennifer Lawrence had a broken tooth the whole time that they had to CGI in because because of COVID, she wasn't allowed to get dental work. This movie was not that um, important. You could you we could have waited. You could have actually. I think the broken tooth might have made it better. Yeah, it she was supposed to be a kind of who scientist. You can give her. I who who would who would have noticed? Just don't do any close up shots on her face. Yeah, it's not that hard. No. Also, like, the micro bangs? Unnecessary. She did not need the turf bangs. She's already bad enough as a person. We don't need to make it worse. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, they got engaged. Um, they were in the car. So Dr. Mindy's driving to his wife's mm-hmm. house. Actually, did he even call her before he went? Did he just show up with, like, three people and was like, oh, I, I'm pretty sure that's more how it you. went. <laughs> But he's driving to his wife's house with um, Jennifer Lawrence and Tim- Timothy Chalamet. And Timothy Chalamet is like, can I be vulnerable in your car? And, like, first of all, I would have said no. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, sure, whatever. And um, then Timothy Chalamet proposes to Jennifer Lawrence. And, again, she says, why not? And I, that would be a reason I would get engaged. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a bit about, like, shooting the comet. And I don't know if you heard this, but there was a hurricane um, that was supposed to come to Florida a couple years ago. And there was like a petition or like an event on Facebook oh. where they were going to shoot the hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> and that's yeah. all I could think of. 
Oh yeah, it was the guy. The guy who went up originally, I think, to to mm-hmm. destroy the comet, um, was like outside shooting it with an like an AR fifteen or something. And I was like, that, that people like that really do exist, unfortunately. Yeah. So that's why I can't laugh at mm-hmm. it because I saw mm-hmm. it happen in real life three years ago. <laughs> I remember that. Oh goodness, like it's like weird. And, like things like that happen in in real life. So like I don't think we mm-hmm. need a movie. Because if people can't see things like let's go shoot a hurricane, and not think, oh, maybe, maybe my brain needs more work. Jennifer Lawrence isn't gonna help. I I think we've touched on this a lot. I think like, back to it's impossible to separate, you know, the context. But like we we keep talking about COVID. Mm-hmm. I think the last few things we've talked about, because it is it's impossible to separate anything from COVID. But also like, at the same time, you don't want to sit down and watch. Everything is inherently tied to the pandemic, but I don't want to sit down and watch a pandemic type movie yeah. that I'm that I'm living. Exactly. Like if I had never seen those things on Facebook that were like, let's shoot the hurricane away, I probably would have thought that was funny. Mm-hmm. But I saw it ages ago and like it, 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 it had gone on so long it was funny and cycled around to, Oh my god, you guys are really stupid. And I can't laugh at that anymore. No. And then there was more. See then, I thought yeah. the movie ended and then there was, was more. So- which was, also, I think, like, was the worst part of the movie. Why did they have to make Meryl Streep smoke? Like, that part didn't why make sense. They... I, I think the ending was the worst because the people who were all alive at the end were all the people that sucked. Mm-hmm. And if your film is going to be so... Like, I think in general, we'd like the good guys to win. And, you know, the people who are promoting, hey, let's stop this comet that's going to come destroy the Earth. Like, I think you'd want them to win in in a normal circumstance. But especially for a film that did, as we've said, was so grounded in reality and didn't attempt to shift away from it. You you can't make it more depressing. And, like, I'm sure that wasn't what they were trying to do. They were, like, trying to make this lighthearted, funny end. But you can't make it more depressing by making the people who made the situation worse I and then caused everyone to die live. I would like to disagree. I don't think they did it as a funny thing. I think they did it as a, this is what's going to happen if you don't, like, take real life seriously. But they didn't do the movie well enough for that to come across. Exactly. They had her get killed by, like, they had the president get killed by trying to pet this random creature Which that has evolved was, since the earth was um, destroyed and they got killed that that was part because remember the little guy had the app the little elon musk guy had the app where it's like oh there's a 98.2 percent chance you're gonna die of being crushed by a piano he told Meryl mm-hmm. Meryl streep that she is gonna get eaten by this creature and then that's very end the little oh. creature came out and ate her so i thought that was kind of funny but like also it wasn't enough also, they're all naked, so it was really hard to take it seriously. Like, why did they have to get Why did they have to give Meryl a tramp stamp? Can we talk about that? Yeah. It's just... Poetic justice is necessary. When, even if it's not realistic, I think if your art is going to imitate life so closely, you have to have poetic justice because otherwise... Again, we're just going to sit down and watch... Oh my god, I'm living this. You yeah. Know? The, like, the corrupt system wins. And, like, what? what's the point? Like, not to... Not to age myself, but, like, that's, I think, you know, when we were younger and, like, you had all those YA dystopian mm-hmm. novels, like the Hunger Games and stuff, there's a reason they did so well. It's because people were like, oh, this, like, even if they didn't recognize it, there's this system that's not well, and we rise up and fix yeah. it. We don't, we don't just sit down and let the system keep doing what it was doing the whole time. Yeah, there's, there's, there's typically a happily ever after. And, like, yeah. because the rest of the movie was so bad, it, it needed a, a, a real 
of my own one. Yeah, everything was compound. Like, again, like I, I can see your point. It might have been mm-hmm. better if the rest of the movie was done well, but, like, it just, it was just, like, you can't build a house on a rocky foundation, for like, yeah. a better example. Like, the, the, the bottom was bad, like, sand, and, like, we we're trying to put more sand on top of the sand. We can't do anything. Oh, no, like... And then they were like, here's a giant <laughs> roof. That's not Like, I agree with how I, I can completely understand how you got to your conclusion and I can agree with it but I think also yeah I it's it, it just it didn't it didn't do what it wanted to do and also the very last little fun fact on the IMDb thing is that the actor who plays Leonardo DiCaprio's son is older than Leonardo DiCaprio's real life girlfriend Okay, so um, moving on very quickly. Yes, thank you. I think that even if this movie was not as bad as it was, or if you thought it was good, I don't like. I told I text someone about it after we finished watching because my housemate agreed it was horrible. So I text someone else about it. I was like, "Don't watch this." She was like, "Really? I heard really good things." And I was like, "They all lied to yeah, you." Yeah, I don't know. So I cannot... who out here is liking this movie. Like even I was like, so even if you didn't take, I think like we thought like I did try to delve into it mm-hmm. a little bit more than I probably would have because honestly I would have turned it off, but like I did try to delve into it a little bit more than I would have because we were doing it for the show, but like even taking all that, if you enjoyed the movie in some way, I would never in a million years. I don't know what element of this would be like. This is one of the best movies of the year. Like mm-hmm. it was, at best, it was all right. Yeah, it was a funny little commentary if you didn't think about it yeah. too hard, but like. Best, best movie. I think, again, it had a lot of people in it. So if you really like Leonardo DiCaprio, you're gonna like the movie more. If you really like mm-hmm. Jennifer, if you really like Ariana Grande, that's gonna save the whole mm-hmm. movie. So I think that it definitely helps in having people like it. Um, but I really like Jonah Hill, and guess what? <laughs> I really liked Chris Evans, and then he <laughs> did this. Yeah. I have to rethink something. Um, do you have any clothing cl- closing thoughts? Um, if movies on Netflix are bad, don't watch them. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think our- like, like um, you know the he's all that, and everyone's like, how do movies like that keep um going to number one? It's because we're hate watching. Yeah, stuff, hate watch stuff. Just, just, just trust like, in your heart that if, it sucks. If you want to hate watch, just watch like a video essay about it on YouTube, and don't give your coin directly. No, to no, Netflix. no, 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 no. If you want to hate watch, you tell us to watch it, and, <laughs> and we we, watch we will subject ourselves. And then there you go. You don't have to do. We're it. not watching. He's. I'll wrap my brain for the sake of the podcast. I'm not. I I watched a video. Uh, yeah, me too. Video <laughs> say about it. <laughs> I watched one, and I was like, mm-mm. 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 uh, closing thoughts. This movie was bad. I think it would have been better if they gave Jonah Hill a Birkin bag, though. Yeah, or they just waited. Yeah. Or, or changed even one thing. They had too many things going yeah. on. Yeah. Like, it was too close to reality, but it was, like, five things that were too close. It was, like, climate change, and it was too close to the pandemic, and you said something else earlier, and, like, you get, just got to pick, pick really, one. Yeah, you do have to pick and choose if you're going to be doing a social commentary like this, especially because, like, not to talk yeah. about video essays again on YouTube, but, like, that's becoming a very big genre, so it's not so it's not like commentary is, is a new thing. Like, I could go watch three... I could go watch a video essay that's A, not two hours long, and B, I don't know, like I watched one the other day about how uh, getting dental care has been 
like is solely a thing for the upper class in America. And guess what? That was super close to reality because it was reality and it was still a lot more entertaining than whatever this was. Also, if you're going to do, like, I think comedy is a, a great, comedy is not just funny, especially now, mm-hmm. comedy is, I think, almost inherently social commentary. There, There's so many other options to do it better. Yeah. Like, it, it's it's been seen time and time again in multiple different formats. Or, like, even with the, with the lady president, if they, since they didn't do it right, if they even wanted to, like, play into that and have her be on their side, but people were like, oh, maybe she's just on her period or whatever mm-hmm. the jokes they make yeah. about lady presidents like <sighs> oh like and this wouldn't have been good but lean really far into the the stereo negative stereotypes about you know women in charge mm-hmm. like at least they would have like like eleanor said they kind of danced to toe the line on both of them and you can't you, you, can't, you can't be it. funny if you don't make a choice and they like she was awful but like she wasn't then sometimes awful she was in like, a funny way one moment Exactly. Like, just lean into everything and make her just really awful in the most, in like, in, in a way you can mm-hmm. laugh at, but like a stereotypical way, or make her, as Eleanor said, you know, have people discredit her because yeah. she's a lady, but like, you can't. Like, everything was half absurd. We needed some people to be full absurd and other people to be no absurd. Like, you, you, mm-hmm. the, the way you find a middle ground with that is not giving half to everyone. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, you could. Anyway, Eleanor's banned from and picking things for a while, and I think we've, uh... Eleanor, listen, Eleanor was banned from picking things a long time ago, and every time I give her a chance... <laughs> I ruin it. I regret it. But I didn't have any ideas, so thanks to Eleanor. So, uh, this is what you get. We will be back, hopefully, with something we actually like. Mm-hmm. I think we had more interesting things to say about things we didn't like, though. Yeah, that is true. But I would so still like to, to watch something that I like. like. Yeah. Yeah. If you have anything you think we might like, so anything that's like the complete opposite of what we just described to you, mm-hmm. please recommend <laughs> it to us. And, you know, what, what, do, what the kids say, like, comment, and subscribe. We're young people. Yeah, we are. I'm going to go knit now, so. Oh, I have to go take my <laughs> afternoon naps. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, this has been Don't Quote Me on That. I'm Kalina. And I'm Eleanor. And we'll see you next and week. We will... Yeah. Ciao. Thanks for listening and don't quote me on that. One day we'll have an outro, but it's not today.